Hello and welcome to the 50th episode of Creative Waffle. Today I'm chatting with the man who needs no introduction, Mr. Aaron Draplin. How are you? There you are, man. Look at that cool hat. It's awesome, isn't it? I don't suit hats, but I thought I'd put it on. Awesome. Wearing that thing when you go to bed. Yeah, exactly. All right. I got a bit of a tight day, so let's get recording here. Sure. I got a bit of a tight day. Sure. Sure. How long you got? Half an hour? Is that it? Sure. Yeah. Cool. We got about. We got about. I got something at about eleven o'clock, so we got about twenty-five action-packed minutes. All right, we're going then. Uh, (laughs) So, first question. Overtime. I just got. I got some guys coming in here, and I got to sure. get my shit going around eleven. But all right, what do you got? What do you got? Sure. Nice to see you. Yeah, and you. Recording. Are you okay? Yeah, we're all done. We're all. We're all uh, yeah, actually, better do this. Um. Yeah. So how how you been anyway? How you been good? Been good, man. I've been going nuts. Last night I beat the Galaga High Score at my at my almost brother-in-law's backyard uh, arcade. So things are looking up. I saw on Instagram. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So anyway, this is going to be more, a bit more of a Q and A sort of feel to it. Um, so I just we'll just ask you some questions, really. <laughs> uh, so sure, sure. if if you didn't do design, what would you do? Hmm. I'd raise you properly, Mark. <laughs> I'm your dad. Uh, what would I do if I wasn't doing graphic design? Well, um, right now I'm, I'm building a studio in my backyard, and I would like to be a home builder, you know, um, because you know you're working with wood and you're you're making decisions that like you know people are gonna live in, and a lot of the stuff that I do, it's just kind of you know, in some respects, sort of digital vapor. You know, you see it on a website, um, but you kind of turn it off, and you know that's why when I'm making merch, that's like my favorite thing because it's like stuff that people actually use, you know, mm. um, handkerchiefs or t-shirts or hats or things, you know, physical things. Yeah. Physical, yeah. <laughs> I think I'd like to go, you know, I was, th- I was driving home last night and I was thinking about, it was like, I'm 44 years old. What if I was to do a career change and try something new? You know, is that, uh, <sighs> is that even possible? <laughs> no, um, you know, when you're at, when you're this age and stuff, but I I don't know. I mean, I don't know what that would mean, but I think I would like to go and learn how to do some woodworking. You know, be it um, helping people build things or volunteering time or something, because there's just something about it that's just uh, um, really interesting to me. That like you know, you are making things that people have to have yeah. versus um, sort of things that you know, maybe only those who can afford it uh, uh, do or something. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense. So that that's something that's really piqued my interest. I and mean, I've been w- going back there every day to watch what these guys are doing and seeing, you know, just how they make things line up. You know, like how how do they even know how to make things, you know, work? Yeah. Um, and you know, well, you learn, I'm sure, with experience. But that's a whole new world for me to go back there and look at that stuff. So I've been really excited about that. It's definitely more of a physical thing then, rather than digital. You, if that was a career change, you my ass all day, you know, away <laughs> embarrassing. Does um does music inspire your work at all? And what sort of music do you listen to? Well, I listen to the good band. I don't listen to any of this. Uh, let me see here. Let me see here. I'm, I'll read you back the last bunch of crap I've been listening to. Of course, it is. I always have a record playing. I was just listening to some Guided by Voices. So I guess that would be sort of indie lo-fi or something. 
But the last bunch of records here, uh, Sunvolt, uh, Butthole Surfers, uh, Sunkill Moon, uh, Howlin' Rain, what else? Tobin Sprout, uh, some Melvins, um, uh, some Oasis. Okay, you know, <laughs> no. Maybe Liam Gallagher's your dad. Um, what else do you have here? You know, I, I guess it'd be kind of, you know, uh, kind of indie, um, a little country-ish. Uh, I like some noisy stuff. There's a band here been listening to called The Whores. They're real kind of burly. Um, uh, old Iggy and the Stooges, some Shins, uh, Jeff Tweedy, Wilco. You know, but I always have records going. I'm always, you know, uh, I'm always buying records. Uh, a couple days ago, I had the art director from the Flaming Lips in here, who was a buddy, and he just you know, was in here just passing through town, and I was beside myself because he gets to work with the fucking Flaming Lips. Yeah, <laughs> and it's amazing. You know, that's his job, and um, you know the reality of it is that it's tricky, and um, I might make it bigger in my brain than maybe it really is, but he is still the art director of the Flaming Lips, so. You know, I was raised on a lot of, uh, you know, uh, kind of Neil Young and Joni Mitchell and Crosby, Stills, and Nash, you know, kind of yeah. stuff from my mom. I'm never hippies, right? Um, but also, you know, a little bit of MC5 and Stooges, which would have been Detroit, you know, and yeah. kind of punk, proto-punk bands before, you know, the punk of the 77s, 78s and stuff. Um, but more importantly, I just had a mom and dad who um, – kind of allowed me to make my own decisions. You know, I got into heavy metal, Metallica's, which nice. led me into, uh, you know, kind of indie rock, Dinosaur Juniors, uh, Sebados and shit like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a big, big part. It's more that I just always have a record playing, you mm. know, and I'm trying, I'm noticing as I get older that I don't really have any kind of finger on the pulse. So a lot of the crap that I'm listening to these guys have been around a long time and they just keep, you know, their new record comes out and that gets yeah. me excited and I go listen to it and, you know, like what, what would be your, your couple of favorite bands? Uh, <laughs> um, well, I listen to probably a lot of hip hop and rap these days, um, which, which I is can in tell. <laughs> um, hard, hard this motherfucker, I can tell, I can tell. Real, uh, real heavy hitting. Fucking uh, a gangster shit it's, over there in uh, the, the burbs of I mean London or something outside London yeah just outside yeah <laughs> you know, you know, yeah pop like wait 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 there was a kid here named uh, uh, Carlos last summer who turned me on to a bunch of stuff and he just kind of stood here over my shoulder shaking my head and he was like you just let me let me let me show you some shit from some of, from the brothers he got me some Malibu and um, uh, Thundercat. What else did he get me going on? Uh, you know, so every now and again I'll add a little something to that, but you know, a lot of that stuff. Like, what would be what would yeah. be a couple of things that would that you listen? Chance the rapper, I like that stuff. That's pretty cool. Um, probably a bit of Post Malone, maybe. Have you heard of Post Malone? Oh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. He's kind of controversial, huh? Yeah, <laughs> well, the tattoos and stuff, I suppose. But um, <laughs> yeah, a bit of that. Yeah. A bit of the classics. Yeah. A few of the classics. Um, yeah. <laughs> De La Soul. I love that stuff when I was a kid. Public Enemy. You know, uh, Trap Trap Called Quest. But those are kind of, you know, 25 years ago or something. But Yeah. Okay, so hip-hop, that's what you like? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, um, 
I like things with guitars, you know. So there's a lot of heavy metal stuff I like, and I like things with amps and drums and shit. There's a band I grew up listening to called the Jesus Lizard that were incredible, and uh, the, still to this day the greatest live show I ever saw. Um, and that's just I, I don't know what a version of that would even be like. Those guys did it, but that's in the nineties, you know. Born. Uh, 1998, yeah. <laughs> oh, you little puke. Okay, okay, must be nice. This is in the early 90s, before you were even thought of. Okay, yeah. okay, what's, what's next? Um, <laughs> uh, just throw me off. Uh, so, we've got... Here, wreck your CNN real quick to see if that piece of shit Don Trump died yet. Is <laughs> he a coronary? I remember you mentioned it last time, yeah. Um, is, I'm just check your CNN. I'm checking mine real quick here. Look, I'm checking. I've checked BBC. Oh, we, we don't use CNN. Yet. It's you know impeachment's coming soon. Okay. Anyway, next. <laughs> so you still don't like him then? <laughs> I haven't grown. Oh, yeah. No. no, no, I still don't like him. Fuck Don Trump. <laughs> Fuck the whole situation. Fuck the whole White House. Just embarrassing. You know these people. He's. I mean, just a man, baby, uh, loose in Washington D.C. And just a un- fucking nightmarish. Anyway, okay, next part. Um, what are your thoughts on on, uh, on originality in design? Because you see a lot of people saying uh, that you know that you're copying Draplin or you're copying this style which you use. Um, and what, I'm just wondering what your thoughts on on that were. Well, it's really easy to do that stuff, you know. Um, and I'm not going to be so pompous to say that. Well, my style is an original thing, you know. First of all, they have to understand clearly that I'm looking at things from when before I was born, you know, yeah. be it decisions yeah. or whatever. And then you you, know, you see how people made things um, with limitations, and you react, you know. So like you know, a lot of this thick line stuff that I do, it's 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 a reaction to like just not seeing things like that in a contemporary setting. Hmm. Now is that retro or is that you know? Um, some embellished, uh, 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 unearthed sort of style. Well, probably all of the above. I'm not really concerned about that. If it's for me, I don't really have to worry about whether or not it's the right thing for the project because it's just right for me. But if it's for a client, that's a different thing. You know, it's got to be what's sort of appropriate for the client. Yeah. And that's not a lot of stuff that you guys would ever see. You know, um, you guys see the things that I make and post on my own. Now, you know, that's just from my perspective. But, you know, for someone talking about originality, well, I don't know, you know, because it's like it's really it's a slippery slope. It's like, you know, first of all, I don't want to be the person to have to go and police that stuff. Um, when I was your age and starting in this stuff, um, you know, um, by the way, congratulations on the logo lounge uh, thing, man. <laughs> over there, huh? And cool mic now as well. But yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> now you're published. It's cool, cool, man. Thank you. I remember that first time I got something there. It was awesome. That's good, man. It's great. Thank you. Um, yeah, I know Mr. Gardner. He is a pretty cool guy there, which came to my show in Wichita, which was cool. Um, but, you know, I guess people say, you know, things like a lot of people are copying Draplin or. But if they went and looked, they could say Aaron Draplin's copying, you know, you can look on my bookshelf and there's guys that I'm looking at, you know, yeah. you can look at things that are around my shop that I you know, remember as a kid. Um, am I copying those guys? Well, I don't, I don't know, you know. Yeah. Um, I will say there are some little p- 
pissant pukes out there that just come <laughs> right after what I do. And it just basically, you know, people warn them. I've warned people. And so just, you know, go make your own way. It's not that hard. Mm. But there's like, you know, there's some people that have some like some maybe mental illness or or just a lack of shame, you know, and they just keep continuing to do what they're doing and they think that they're going to pass it off as their own. And that's a little weird, you know, yeah. um, and there's a couple of them. And I'll be very honest. It's hard not to look at their stuff now because people show it to me and say, have you seen what this turd's doing again? And I, it's just embarrassing to me. So that stuff's hard. You know, because you want you assume that people are going to go make their own way. You know, I mean, I kind of had to, but to be fair, a couple years before, you know, the internet, I was looking at things and emulating things just like anyone else. Yeah, and learn my lesson ahead of time. You know, because that's kind of how you learn. You you see things you like, and then you yeah. apply those to what you do, and then you sort of say, well, you know what? That's just too close to what my hero or or what the, this these guys these people are doing, you know, um, but I don't know, you know. I mean, I've had people come after me, you know, and say your work is too close to so and so, and you know, frankly, they're just fucking dumb, you know. And when you go look at kind of the examples, you can just see their lack of uh, sort of uh, knowledge about how this stuff works. Yeah, they're 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 missing the details. They're missing. Uh, the subtleties or the nuance of something. And I, I, I've learned to like, you know, if, if someone comes and says, uh-oh, you know, someone named X, you know, is, is copying you, you know, it's like, I'm just not interested, you know. If, if they are, and it's really, really weird, you know, there's only been a couple times in my life where I've had to like reach out to someone and just say, yeah, it's a bit close, yeah. I think what, it's. What I think, mean, we're not even talking about bit close. We're talking like just you can like, you know. I mean, we're not talking like they're they're being inspired by maybe some dumb thing I do. We're talking they just fucking rip me off. There's a guy in my town that just rips Jeez. people off, and you know what? I don't know. May he die an early death. You know, I mean, whatever. You know, it's just it's sad to me because it's like it's just no shame. Or I mean, don't you understand that that's what people know you for? Yeah. I hope they don't know me for that stuff. I mean, they shouldn't, but hopefully they know me for you know being creative and I don't know, big water buffalo of a, of a designer and all person, you know. But but to be known for someone who steals, hmm. that's not cool. Criminal. Know? But I think it's it's being seen a lot as well with the um, like Instagram and the design community online these days. Uh, it's just it's more public now as well if you're stealing stuff, which is so frustrating. Yeah. I've had it with a few friends this week as well, and it's, it's yeah, it's, it's really disheartening, really. Um, are you are you ever worried about traditional design, like logo design, and that when we're going to this UI and AI based world? No, I, I I mean I don't I don't know if I'm just you know enough of a, a I don't know you know authoritative authoritative voice on the subject. You know, I, I look at it as like. The smarter that things get, you know, what's the little Nike, you know, what's the little Nike swoosh that's going to set these things apart? And that's branding. You know, it's it's the logo. It's the way it feels in your hand. It's the way the product acts and reacts. It's the typography. It's the color of how the stuff looks, you know, and and that that isn't going away anytime soon. 
because the you know the idea is you know I don't know how to say it you know you get this phone and hopefully the thing works really well hmm. and yet you know the way the little case snaps onto this thing is um, is a bit of branding too you know it's like the perfect tolerance and the way the thing feels in your hand is a piece of branding and then that little logo on the back and it's prominent but it says this is an Apple product and you know that's that's not really going anywhere you know if it was what you would see is you would see things that are just totally plain you know like they wouldn't it's true but you know you know People My drink it, here, yeah. you know, uh, it's got a logo on the side, yeah. a logo on the bottom of it, you know, and it's like that's there's a logo on the bottom just from the cardboard manufacturer, you know. So there's kind of like we need those things just just to let you know who made the little cup, I suppose know, or people, the straw or something. I think people want to be seen like with these logos as well. They want to be seen with the with the brand as well, like like big fashion brands. You want to be oh. seen with the logo. Well, think about a kid, you know who comes from a rough situation and by putting on a sweatshirt with a logo that says affluence, mm. you elevate, you know, you don't see the kid, you see him out in the world and you just see this expensive piece of something on them. You don't see the home that they came from. Well, see, that's branding too. And that's freaky. You know, the idea is that you would just hope that you could sort of educate people to say, Hey, you don't need to fuck around with all that, you know, by, you know, by saying, wow, I'm rich and I can afford gold and things and, you know, stuff with logos on it. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of sad. It's it's not really real. You know, it's the idea that, like, you, the moment you go back to the, where they live and you see what it's really like, then you see what a put on it is, you know, and then it's a defense mechanism. And I understand, you know, it's, it's a hard world and it's a weird thing. Um, and, you know, when I was in college, you know, we had, you know, these big final projects and one of my projects was about branding and about the ominous side of it and the idea that you could take a blank t-shirt from like a target or like you know i don't know what uh, um we've got what have we got Primark or something we've got over there you know uh like uh, uh primark. jackville primark primark okay yeah prime primark yeah okay <laughs> well okay you know, like, okay, what, wherever the place that, like, kind of everyone can go, yeah. you know, Probably Walmart can. is our version, you know, right here. Um, what's a t-shirt cost there? Well, seven, six, seven bucks. Yeah. It's a blank t-shirt. If you take that exact same t-shirt and screen print Nike on it, or, you know, at the time it was Calvin Klein or FUBU, and these are old 20 years ago things. Mm -hmm. But whatever would be the brand right now, which might be... I don't. I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know. Like Supreme or something. Supreme or something like that. Supreme. Yeah, that you little know, red. Yeah. Yeah. See, Supreme is this interesting study, and in like, not all that great of stuff with a little bit of like ink on it, and suddenly it's like a fifty-dollar T-shirt. You know, I'll just those guys are probably laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. Now, if you want to be involved with that stuff, fine. It's no different buying a DDC thing. You know, it's yeah. no different. And I, I'm not laughing all the way to the bank. I mean, I try to keep my prices reasonable, and I try not to, you know, when we sell field notes, they are $9.95. They're not $49.95 because they're cool. They're $9.95 because it's a fair price. Yeah. So, you know, this stuff is frustrating, you know, because you see people, you know, drive a beautiful car and then go to a shitty house. And it's like, 
What are their priorities? Well, out in the world at their job, it makes them look bigger, like peacock feathers, you know, more plumes yeah. and colors. And, like work I don't know. And stuff, I'm, yeah. I'm thankful I come from a mom and a dad who, you know, kind of like gave us alternatives to that stuff and said, you don't need, you know, designer stuff. It's, you know, you're going to wear holes in this shit anyway, you know, and Perfect. a lot of that comes from a lot of that cynicism and awareness comes from punk rock, you know, for me, because it taught you, there's a band called Fugazi, and Mark, just put your goddamn Maroon 5 and <laughs> and fucking what else, you know, One Direction, put that shit away, okay, for one day, and I want you to look up Fugazi, and I want you to go play a bunch of their records when you're sitting around your place there, like, whatever you got in the turntable, go down to the goddamn record store today and buy a couple of Fugazi records, and they will be like 10 bucks a piece, right? And get those couple records and then be blown away. What Fugazi taught me was about being frugal, not only with noise and you know music and stuff, but um, with the way you thought and the way you acted and the way that you charge for a show. Like, you know, see, historically, when you start to look, if you ever look this stuff up, if you like Fugazi, you can start listening to that stuff. And you look them up, you'll see people talking about how they used to only charge five bucks a show back in the 90s, right? So any, any, when they were a big band, but it wasn't about that. It was about if they could get a thousand people in a room, they only needed to make so much per night. And it was yeah. the collective quality, like you don't need to charge 25 bucks, and I probably would have paid it. You paid five bucks. They still made their money. The band, you know... Um, and they would police people from the stage. Hey, don't beat each other up. Don't jump around too much. Be careful. You know, and there was like this, just this awareness of how you dealt with each other. And, you know, do not punch that guy. Pick that girl up. You know, whatever these guys, Ian McKay guy up on the stage going crazy. You know, a little bit lecturing, but um, the way that, see, what, what I loved about them was when you would see them in real life, they were wearing sweatshirts and, you know, jean jackets and, little beanies and shit, like really basic stuff. Yeah. And when you saw them in photos um, for their band, they were wearing the same stuff, you know? And then when you saw them a year later, they those jeans had a hole in them. And it was about this idea of how much stuff do you need in your life? I'm betting each of those guys had just a couple pairs of jeans and a couple t-shirts and a couple sweatshirts. And that's how I try to live my life. I bet you know, they're happy I, as well. I bet they're like... A like just content with that, just don't need anything well, else today. That's that's the art, and you yeah. know I know that. Like I have a I have a warehouse full of shit that's like DDC hats and goodies and accessories and stuff that I sell, and that shit's all fun and stuff. But I don't think you know you don't need ten hats. You need one hat, a couple hats, yeah. and then wear the shit out of that stuff until it wears out. And you know a lot of my you know yeah I guess cynicism comes from being exposed to bands that taught me those sorts of like life lessons you know they weren't about opulence they weren't about saying hey like well call it you know whatever you want hip-hop mm. some kid saying hey fucker i have more than you more women more cars more yeah. riches and that is just hot fucking air it's all a style and it's a way of it's a cultural thing but a lot of times it's just horseshit you know horseshit and Luckily, Fugazi's made it okay, you know, this band Fugazi, they made it okay for me to look at those things with a critical eye and say, this is just hot air. It's just shit. It's just someone saying a 
That's with heavy metal, hip hop, pop music, whatever. And you keep the, you you know, you kind of cut through things real fast, you know. And then mm. you know, and then to be you know fair and respectful, you see someone like a Chance the Rapper who has a style all his own, you know, from the way he wears his jeans to I don't know much about him to the way he you know it's almost like gospel or something in some of the songs. I like the songs. Um, like that's all his own. He did it. I I didn't hear anything else like him. You know what I mean? Like he didn't yeah, have yeah. to go and just like sort of ape the other people out there and, and copy them. He did his own thing, and that that's the hardest thing, you know. And now I'm sure there's a bunch of people that are falling in line with with his success, but you can smell them. You know, you can just kind of smell that they're just kind of so. You know, I guess this all taps into originality. It taps into you know music. It taps into how to make your own way, you know, and yeah. how to set yourself apart and, and then how to, you know, wear out your sweatshirt, you know, put holes in the elbows and shit. That one, it's coming. See it? It's yeah, coming, yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> no, it's, um, I've got tons of these sweatshirts, so we're going to be wearing them out. But, yeah, no, it's, a, it's a, such a good point for life, isn't it? That um, Just be frugal and just, you don't need all this stuff to be happy. You just, um, just, you know. No. Be grateful. Yeah. Um, one last one last question is how do you want to be remembered? How do I want to be remembered? I want to be known as the skin tag on graphic design. I want to be known as the wart, the melanoma, the mole, the, how do the you mean? Lemus, uh, the goiter on the neck of graphic design. I want to be known as uh, I don't know. I don't <laughs> hopefully I'm I don't have to be remembered for a long time as in like I can fucking keep living past 44. Um, you know, I don't know. I, and and to, to, to try to answer your answer respectfully, you know, it's like I would hope as a straight shooter, someone who worked hard, was compassionate, who uh, made time for Peckerwoods like you, you know, but also, you know, uh, when he met his heroes, and I, you know, I've met some of my heroes, wasn't a complete, you know, you know, ape, mm. you know, was, you know, excited, but also could handle myself. Um, worked, you know, really hard for his clients, and uh, was thankful, you know. Um, took the time to, and I don't know. I think you know, you're doing the, at least the, the smallest slowly. of uh, requests. What's that? I think you're doing this. I think you, what you've just said, you've, you've pretty much smashed it. So it's lovely. I better be. I mean, I'm trying. But, you know, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I know I'll be remembered by some people as, you know, a big blowhard, too, because they just don't like what I do. It doesn't matter whether or not they like the design or they just don't like my face. And I, that's fine, too. You know, I mean, there's, I don't know. I just would hope people would say, you know, he, he made it his own way. He worked hard. He was thankful. And um, he did a good job, you know, and did his did his own thing and shared a lot of it too, you know. Nice. I hope. Awesome. I mean, what do you want to be known for? Uh, How old are you anyway? Twenty something? Twenty one? I'm, I'm nineteen. So. <laughs> oh, Mark! God damn it! You haven't even broken twenty yet. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so that's that's. that's cool. It's a, it's an interesting question because it gets that sort of result, uh, like that sort of answer where you, they're not hundred percent sure, but they're um, it's, it's a nice one to think about. I think I think about it a lot. So I, th- I just want to want to be remembered as um, someone that loved doing what he wanted to do. Like, you know, did what he wanted to do and did it his own way, sort of thing. Oh yeah, I I, I wouldn't. Oh, God, 
I have a buddy from the East Coast who is really concerned about what he'll be remembered as, as some kind of legacy. And it's just kind of like, man, if I go out the fucking door right here, go down the hall, down the elevator, down, and get fucking squashed by a big truck, am I remembered as something who was a graphic designer who did his own thing and and uh, was a good person and stuff? Or will I be remembered as like a, just a dumbass who was squashed like a bug by a big truck, you know it, it's like, like I had to tell them I'm not gonna go and like uh, the idea of legacy. Like I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna try to be a good person. I'm gonna uh, save my money, take care of my mom and you know my girl and sisters and shit. My dad when he was around, you know, and and be a good citizen. You know, I'm gonna fight injustice. You know, which is this fucking Trump shit. It is just. It's just, I mean, what it shows you is it shows you that uh, the the concept of the bully isn't dead, and that is that's bad. Mm. But it also shows you complicity. It shows you that these pieces. You know, remember if those you know, we have two. You know, I don't know what you guys got over there in Parliament or whatever. But you know, we have sides <laughs> yeah. here, and you know, I know you guys follow it too. But it's like, you know, there's an opposition side. And then there's a side that's allowing him to be in there because he's too fucking dumb to understand what he's approving, you know. And they're gonna they're gonna leave him right there because that means there's less opposition for them to get all their, you know, initiatives passed. So there's a complicit quality, which is like, if they if he wasn't doing what they want, they'd have him out of there, in a way. These Republican guys, um, but no, they're gonna keep him in there as long as they can because it's just less roadblocks, and that just. The whole thing's disgusting because who's helping? Billionaires, or you know, I don't know. You know, I mean, what? So you know, basically, fuck all these guys. You know, I don't want to be known as someone who took from someone else and just kept from me and those close to me. I earned it. I tried to do good things with it. I donated money to help people who, you know, who were oppressed, frankly, you know, and and try to help elevate where I can. So. I don't know, that's heavy stuff to talk about. I mean, we could talk about logos and things, but this is the shit that's on my mind. It's 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 making me queasy that, you know, you turn on the news and it's about, it's not about a good, you know, fruitful, uh, healthy debate about how to make things better. Yeah. of a fucking bully. That is just, that is just gross. So fuck that guy. And impeachment... Coronary, jail, I'll take them all, you know. I mean, we, do you have to watch the news? Do you, <laughs> you don't have to watch it, so, I mean, it's, just focus on your own bubble, I suppose. You could you could do that and then, happy, would you be happier if you focus yeah. on your own life? I know, because a lot of it's entertainment, but, but you know, I, I want to be aware. I want to know what's going on. Right. I, I know that I'm lucky to focus on my own little bubble, but some people aren't. You know, and the idea that the more pissed I get if I could make a difference somehow, either talking to people or donating or something or raising money for, you know, something, then I'm putting energy towards something a little better than just hiding, you know, because I can go hide. I'm lucky to do that. Yeah. Some people aren't, you know, they're dealing with shit every day just because of what they look like, which is total bullshit, you know. And uh, I don't know if I'm really allowed to just kind of hide, if that makes sense. You know, I kind of have to know what's going on and react and 
and protest and, you know, do what I can to say, stand up and say, oh, this is bullshit, you know, and, you know, donate where I can. You know, I mean, I, you know, I, I give money to help, you know, political donors and they're all slimy, you know, but every time I've ever given money to Bernie Sanders, I feel good about it. You know, I feel like it's going to the right place and yeah. um, to help regular people, you know, so I don't know, I'm trying, you know, anywho, heavy conversation. I hope you have this all recorded. Yeah, I hope so. Glad you're still alive. I'm glad you're 19. You know, I'm glad you're 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 getting published. You're making logos. Sure. If anyone's giving you any shit that you know, either friends are giving you shit or whatever, they could just 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 erase them from your Facebook and your life. You know, keep kicking ass. I think were you, were you saying something that some friends were saying that you were copying me, or was that what you were no, saying? No, so so my friends are getting it from other people. Um, some, oh, some online friends, but yeah, no, I, I appreciate the advice. Anyway, I've had uh, other things. Oh. Well, you know, then tell your friends just to keep doing what they do, make it their own, you know. And anyone who's coming down on them, those guys can suck it, you know, <laughs> something like that. Just keep, first of all, just you know, enjoy this stuff, enjoy making things. Mm. We all, I mean, we all have to make a living, so you have to pay your rent some which way. But past that, you know how do you learn to love this stuff, you know? And and I think that comes down to just making things a hobby. No one can ever take that away from me either, you know? It's not about, you know, I don't know how to say it, you know? It's like, it's not about, you know, uh, um, just being awards or, or being published. No, it's just about output. It's just about doing it. And why not anyone likes that? It gives a shit. If you enjoyed it during that time, that's pretty cool. Look at that stack of records behind me. <laughs> Stack of records back there. Is this your room or whose room is this? This is my. Well, they're my parents' records. Uh, yeah. You still live with your mom? That's right. Okay, I remember you're 19. <laughs> you should. Where are you? Are they? Are they there right now? Why yeah. Bring your mom, dad out. Really? Well, bring them out. Let me meet them. Really? <laughs> Why not? A couple my, minutes. So my dad's not. Yeah, my dad's not here, but I get my mom. <laughs> mom. She's. <laughs> She's having. She's just about to get into the bath, so I can't really. <laughs> uh oh! Uh oh! Just take the laptop and just go place it on the edge of. The, okay, okay. Just tell your mom <laughs> I said hello, and that you know she should know that her son is building a graphic design empire from the family room or whatever the hell you have going on there. Yeah. You know the uh, the, the the record room there. And um, all right, man. Well, I got to get back to my shit, but it was nice to see you. Yeah, no, I really and, appreciate uh, the time. Uh, yeah. Take care. Stay young. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. I really appreciate right. it. Have a great day. And there we go. That was Mr. Aaron Draplin. So we got into some quite deep conversations. I was really happy with where, where it went and how it went because I don't think many people have asked those sort of questions to, to Aaron, or at least not that I've heard it anyway. Um, so it's nice to see some different answers and uh, nice different chat nice catch up with him really so let me know if you enjoyed the podcast uh, if you're on youtube then please subscribe and that really helps uh, but if you just didn't like if you like the podcast then just give it a thumbs up uh, and let, let me know down below in the comments that'd be great uh, if you're on itunes then please leave a little review uh, that also really really helps me and um, to grow the business and the channel and everything really uh, so yeah thanks so much for your support really really honestly appreciate it it's been um, it's been an incredible start to the year so let's keep pushing uh, thanks very much i'll catch you in the next one